Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters. And the Lord, of course, is your brother, Pastor Chido Jacob. And I'm here this morning, as always, by the grace of God to bring you this day's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the world today, Saturday, January the 15th. 2022. Amen and amen. Okay, so you know how we do it today, Saturday. Building up to tomorrow's service, we have to do a recap of the key things that we have said. Everything we say is key, but I try to help you have a straight line picture of the truth that has been said. Praise God. And I encourage you at the end of the weekend, you should sit back and try to reconstruct all that you have learned in the week. Even if it is one truth, remember, no truth is small. That thing that you think is insignificant can be the thing that opens your heart and opens your eyes and your mind to amazing and wonderful things. Praise God. And so, let me again look at, first of all, let me start from the uh, the first service of the year. When we said, I came and announced to everybody by the grace of God that we have come into the era or season of settlement and i encourage you and i told you by the grace of god that god our father has given us a blank check that you can write whatever you want to be don't forget whoever shall say will shall have whatever he says praise god a blank check to write what life do you want to live what do you actually want in this life? And if you have followed the message very carefully, your heart should have been purified to want only that which is good. Don't forget the golden rule. Do unto others as you want them to do for you. That is still the rule. And if your heart has been purified, the only things you want and desire are things that are good for God because it gives daddy glory. And then good for you and good for everyone around us. You know why? Because our Father is good. The only thing that can come out of us are things that are good. Praise God. We are good. We cannot help but be a good, amazing, wonderful fruit that not just only for you, but everyone around you that should become a source of hope, a light, and a guide to many who can find their way. That when people are praying somewhere, you are positioning yourself to be the answer to their prayers. Praise God. And so we said that you have to understand and be specific to what that settlement means, to what your life means. You have to be specific to know what it is. Don't forget, I corrected this. If a man says, I want to be blessed, well, being alive is a blessing and having something to eat is a blessing. And so, I'm not putting anything down or putting anything high. I'm just trying to tell you that in this realm, there's neither small nor big. Everything is relative based on what is in your heart. Praise God. But the message is to be specific. Settlement. What does it mean for you? I want to be blessed. What does that blessing? You got to give it a name. So, and why is that important? Remember, it is not a technique to make God to do it. No, I have to correct this. I'm not telling you to be specific because if you are not specific, God will not do No, God has already done it. You have to be specific so that you can see it. If something is not specific, 
you cannot see it. If I tell you to go to a city and I don't tell you what address to go to, you can get to that city and still be lost. It is for your own good so that you can have a mental picture. You can picture yourself into that settlement. Because don't forget the way our father walks. The other thing I say is that the attitude, the channel, the power, the way to bring us to this settlement is that we walk not by the faith of man, but we walk in the faith of our father. And what does he do? Our father says the end from where the very beginning. So that right where you are, you are positioning yourself in the end, even though you are right here at the beginning. And I've told you, giving you countless, I've mentioned stories. I've given you stories. I've given you uh, testimonies and I've shared a lot of things to help you come to this place. I was telling them, I was sharing this with them um, in church uh, last Thursday and I said to them, if there's something that is different about me is that once I hear a truth, I know the way to I implement immediately. I don't go try to, you know, wave it around, check it around, say, oh, maybe it's something I'll do later. No, no, no. If I find out, if I'm convinced that something is truth, I activate immediately. And that's what I expect you to do. And you know what God has done for me? The more I engage, the more my eyes is open further and further. Don't forget, those who have more will be given to them. Praise God. That's the way God has done it. Amen and amen. And then, now bringing it down, when I say have a picture, don't forget why this is very important. When God wanted to create light, he knew it was light he wanted. He said, let there be light. He didn't try to describe, oh, something that will do like this, something that will do like that. No, he spoke the end from the beginning. And so one of the things that I wanted you, one of the key messages that I wanted to pass across to you this week, I hope I did. I'm just reminding you, is words. When we hear words again, all the while I've been teaching scripture, because that's the way it was presented to me. I assumed that word just means spoken word. And then, but don't forget about it. If it's all about spoken word, so how would those who can speak word communicate to God? And so I began to see by revelation that when the Bible talks about words, it's much more than spoken words. I saw that first in revelation. Then I was taken back to John chapter one again. If you read the older translations, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. Okay, so I assumed the spoken word until again, I went to the TPT. And I'm going to share that again this morning as a reminder because it's very important because it tells us what that word is. It says, TPT says, John chapter 1, verse number 1. In the beginning, the living expression was already there. And the living expression was with God, yet he was fully God. Praise God. So it tells us that is beyond word, living expression, that Christ, who was God and was with God from the very beginning, is the living expression. That means Christ is how God expresses himself. Praise God. Christ is how God expressed himself. Everything that was in God was fully manifested and expressed in God. That's why Brother Paul, the apostle, by revelation, will say that the fullness of the Godhead dwelled bodily in Christ. Praise God. And then, if you can take it, I share this already with you, that the reason salvation is by Christ is that Christ is our prototokos, 
is our prototype, is our example, as he was the living expression of God the Father. So you and I today who are him have also become the living expression of God. We have become the living expression of God. I am the living expression of God. You are the living expression of God. If that is all you keep in your mind, beloved, if that's all you maintain in your thought, beloved, is that if that's all you see that you are the living expression of God, then you have translated from humanity to divinity and divine things starts to happen around you. Praise God. Don't forget, beloved, each time I'm building on something, I encourage you to follow because one thing always leads to the other. If you recall, December last year, all I preached, urged you to do is to see a vision for your life, see where your life is going to in Christ. And it's not difficult because we can look at Christ and see the reality of us. Praise God. So, the living expression. Now, so you got to get this message. And I think I'll hit this again by the grace of God tomorrow's service. You've got to get this, that as Christ was the living expression of God manifested, you and I are now the living expression of God. Don't forget, one of the most significant lessons that you must learn from this is that that blessing that you are crying to God for or you are desperate about, God desires to express it through you because you are the living expression of God. That's why we say you don't got to beg him, Lord, because he has already done it. Prayer is not, oh God, come and bless me. Prayer is to position yourself in your mind, consciousness, thoughts, imaginations as one who is already blessed by your father. If I give you something and you receive that, and what will you do? You will tell me thank you. Now, don't forget also that one of the scriptures, before I come to creative inspiration now, don't forget also one of the scriptures that I hammered on this week is Mark chapter 11, verses 23 to 24. Whosoever shall say, it didn't say Christian, Muslim, whatever, don't forget it's religion that makes those demarcations. Whosoever, whosoever is whosoever. You got to open up your mind, beloved. And this will explain why even those people you think are not religious, God is still blessing and prospering them. Praise God. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, and it does not doubt what he says, that means his mind is not divided on what he said, and he says something that is impossible. This mountain, move from here, don't scatter everywhere, but go and position yourself in the middle of the sea of course and there's another explanation to that but now let's just keep it in the basic thing he said he said if you don't that it will happen and then jesus went on further to explain say hey look that is why i have told you that whatsoever you desire as you pray how do you do it is that you are convinced you are convinced that you have it oh god this thing no be joke this is no be play it's like you are entering the God verse, right? You, de, you are entering into another realm, the God verse. I call it the God verse. You entering into that place and you are taking whatever thing you want. You take your position. If you take that position in that realm and hold it, it will manifest because you become one with it. How do we do that in our thoughts, in our imaginations, and in our uh, and in our inspiration? And that will make sense now because now watch this. 
John chapter 1, the same scripture I'm reading, John chapter 1, verses 1, I have read verses 1 and 2. It said 2 says they were together face to face in the very beginning. Now, watch this. Verse number 3 now tells us how this living expression created all things. The power, the creative power of this living expression, who the Bible says created all things. How did he do it? Verse number 3 says, and through his creative inspiration through his creative imagination the creative power of the living expression christ is in his creative inspiration is in his creative imagination and through his creative inspiration this living expression made how many things all things he made all things for nothing has existed apart from this living expression. Don't forget, I just showed you the truth now, if you would take it, that as Christ was, as Jesus Christ of Nazareth was God's living expression, he has turned that over to us. He showed us as example how we too are the living expression of God walking the earth and how in the same manner, in the same style, in the same principle, whatever you want to call it, that he used to create all things, that you and I can follow the same pattern. And what is that? Creative inspiration, creative imagination. That's why I say to you, you have to be specific. What is the picture that you hold? If you hold on to that picture and stay in faith in your thoughts and be at the end of that picture, it will manifest that because the Bible tells us here that that is how, that is how, don't forget, that is how this creative inspiration, that's how this living expression Christ created all things. Praise God. Beloved, I'm just hoping and trusting and as I share my heart in this, that you can get the picture. You know, everything is just coming together in one place. All the things that God has said to me that I was somewhat even scared at the beginning to say, all is making sense now. Especially when God asked me to tell everybody, hey, tell them I am not withholding anything from anyone. That, that, that is so radical. Because the idea that has been sold to us is that God is holding everything, right? He's holding everything as he's holding it now. So our prayers are designed to induce him to do it for us. And so we keep calling him, keep praying and keep fasting and keep, you know, gnashing our teeth. And they say, do it. You have not done it enough. Gnash your teeth more. Hey, do this one. And you keep doing and then this is why believers, instead of them living in glory, they are living in disgrace and shame. Why? Because they get frustrated. So when God says, say to them, I am not withholding anything from anybody. It didn't make complete sense naturally. But I knew, I was convinced that this was the voice of God. So I came to church and started to say to everybody, hey, look guys, God says I should tell you that he's not withholding anything from anybody. So the question becomes, if you're not withholding anything from anybody, so why don't we have all the things that we need? Now, the answers have been supplied to us step by step. It's so simple. If you have a mind, you can do it. Once you start to believe that nothing is impossible, even though you were born with that disease, even though you have lived with it, let us say you have never had anybody before healed from it. Beloved, if in your creative imagination, you can see yourself explaining to people that, hey, look, 
I didn't know this work, but now I have been completely healed. Giving that testimony over and over. See yourself living as if you have been healed. Okay? That is what it means to set the end from the where beginning. You transpose yourself in your creative imagination, in your creative inspiration. You put yourself into that picture. Hold on to that picture. Okay? You don't have to worry how it will happen. It will happen. You don't have to worry. You don't have to figure out how the healing will take place. If you need to do something, you'll be told what to do. You will be told what to do. You will know what to do. Because, it, God, listen, this is how we know that God is in us. How do you think God is in us? Now, let me ask you that question. How do you think God is in us? What is the God that is in us? Beloved, the Bible tells us that we are the living expression of God and by his creative imagination. I'm explaining to you the Bible calls Christ the living expression. And because we've been made one with him, we also that living expression. So, God cannot wait to express that healing in you and through you. And as you tell the story over and over again, people believe more in your father. They see the goodness of your father. Praise God. And the one thing I mentioned over and over, which I want to remind you this morning, as I try to round off this recap, is... No sense of judgment, friend. No sense of judgment. If you start to say, well, it has never happened before, that's a sense of judgment. If you say, well, uh, I am too old to dream this kind of dreams, uh, then you are judging yourself because remember what you called old or young is based on the calculation of your five senses. Amen. Don't forget that. And so if you judge yourself and say, well, I, you know, I'm all this in the past is saying, well, I just want to be where I am because, you know, but that's still okay. That's absolutely no problem. But I'm telling you, you are the one limiting yourself if when you start to say things like that. So here, there's no sense of judgment. When you start to say, oh, well, this thing is uh, too small or too big, that's a sense of judgment in this place, in this creative imagination nation there's no sense of judgment and never you bring any sense of judgment or to say oh uh, maybe i am too not i am uh not good enough for this and you know uh, maybe i didn't do this or uh, maybe i didn't do that and uh, don't forget every excuse you will ever give comes from the five senses and that's why you can't bring them into this place because once you bring a sense of sense of judgment you have disconnected friend don't forget by the grace of God, I'm handing to you the secret that has been kept from men for ages. Those who know, those who know, those who know have tried to suppress this truth from the very beginning because men will seek to control men. Men will seek to control others. No, that's not what our father did. God who became Christ sat down and he called mortal men brethren. He called them brothers that's what he did he called them brothers he didn't call them servants he didn't call them uh second class citizens he didn't call them sinners even though they were not perfect no he called them brothers say you are my brethren you are my brother if you're my brother that means we share the same dna we did same dna we are the same we can operate on the same level and we can do and watch this and then he now says anyone who believes as me the works I do, he will also do, and greater works he will do. So Jesus was not trying to hide any secret from the people. No, it was men who saw the power in this truth. They are fought so hard to suppress this that it doesn't matter 
where you are, who born you, waiting be your age, whether you started with one parent or two or none at all, whether your brothers beat you up at the beginning, it doesn't matter whatever has happened, that you can creatively place yourself in, in the kind of life that you want, that that power is in you. I can help you, number one, to help you see it, to become your eyes through which you see this truth. And that's my work. And it gives me great pleasure to share this with you. Sir, listen to me carefully. For those of you who meticulously follow line by line, I'm already enjoying your testimonies. I'm already getting your calls. I'm already getting your WhatsApp messages. I'm already rejoicing because what I'm saying to you cannot fail, will not fail because the Bible has confirmed to us that that is also how this living expression created all things. The Bible says, for nothing has existence apart from him. Why did Christ come into the world? Verse number four, a fountain of life was in him for his life has for his life is light for all humanity not christians no for his life is light for how many all humanity that means all humanity was in darkness and what i'm speaking to you so when we started to present christ to you is to bring you into light now you are into light you walk and manifest the fullness of that light praise god amen and amen and look at what he said the same john chapter 1 verse number 5 and this light never fails to shine through darkness so what darkness are you going through poverty is darkness sickness is darkness everything that does not represent god in your life is darkness and the bible says this light right never fails to shine through darkness and guess what light that darkness cannot overcome friend I am that light. You are that light. Praise God. All I'm telling you is to relax and enjoy the flow and position yourself and let your daddy flow through you. He has made all these things abundantly available. We don't have to induce him to do it. We just have to align in our creative imagination, creative inspiration in our thoughts, in everything. And guess what? Everything I have said now is not of the head. It is of the heart, the deceit of your thoughts, your emotions, your affections, your will. That is the center core of who you are. That, everything goes from your head to your heart. And then there's peace and joy and you see yourself already enjoying what you want. Seeing yourself being that man that you ever want to be. Seeing yourself being that woman that you've always wanted to be. Praise God. That is the key. Okay. I'm going to stop here and I'll come back to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow is service, so you get the message, hopefully, by the grace of God after the service. Please enjoy your Saturday and this morning. Don't forget you have been served, so go ahead and help me to serve as many as you can. You can tell if you love somebody, you can't help but share this truth with them. Praise God. More than you have ever shared before, please go ahead. Share it in the groups that you are. Any group that you are, share it in there. If they don't want it, that's fine, but go ahead and share as much as you can. Share it at liberally. Freely have you received it and freely you have also given. Please enjoy your day. Shalom.